nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lady Miz, and you are tuned in to From the Ground Up Productions. And today we are interviewing the legendary Stevie D from the Force MD. Let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast from Dug Ground Up Productions with hosts Lady Miz and Ray. This, 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 this is a universal platform and there is nothing off limits. We talk about it all and we keep it real. This is a no judgment zone. So come, so as, you come as you are. If you are a professional, entertainer, author, comedian, entrepreneur, or just someone who wants to get something off their chest, well, let your voice be heard here on From the Ground Up Productions. Sponsorship and other opportunities are available from the Ground Up Productions. Turning nothing into something. There's only one way to go from here. here. And now, here are your hosts, Lady Miz and Ray. Hey, hey, what's poppin', y'all? It's your girl, Lady Miz, and my co-host. Ray, what's up, y'all? And you are <laughs> tuned in to From the Ground Up Productions. And guess what? There's only one way to go from here. Check it out, y'all. I say this all the time because I be that. I be that. I be so excited when I have these legends on the show. Today we are interviewing Stevie D from the Force MDs, baby. So without further ado, let's bring on Stevie D. What's good, Stevie D from the Force MDs? Welcome to the show, brother. We want to thank you for your contribution to the music industry. You guys have made timeless, timeless music that travels through generations. Wow, I, thank you. I mean, listen, it's a blessing to have you on the show. Yeah, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You know, I just thought we just saw, uh, long as I know we make people happy. And it hit an emotion in their heart. That's all that matters. That that means more than all the money in the world. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Listen, oh my God, we got so much that we want to talk about. Um, but mm -hmm. before we even get into that, as I said, like when I talk, when I speak about your music, and I said it travels yeah. through generations, you know, because like for my mom listening to it, to me, to even my kids knowing your music, because that's how great yeah. it was. It's very, it's timeless. What's so beautiful about your music is that it never dies out and it makes you feel so good. It's so different. Like and when I say different, it, different from what we hear today. What we hear today right, right. Is, is not what we heard before. Yeah, the but, love songs of yeah, the love songs yeah. of today are way different from the love songs that y'all y'all had when we you know we listened to it from y'all. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, a lot of love songs today are definitely more aggressive. You know, you know, like lyrically more aggressive towards women, and you know, even goes vice versa. These women have they just like yo, I want it. This is how it's going. You know, they they really just like real aggressive. But we we just like you know. We just the way like more and more classier, just like more like you know, you 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 buttering the person up before it all goes down, you know. So Absolutely. we just into that that, that little uh, style of music. Absolutely. So listen, let's let's. What I like to do is I like to always start with the history. So let's go to the okay. history of the Force MDs. 
I'm so excited. Look, <laughs> I am so excited. You don't have no idea because y'all are in my playlist, okay? <laughs> Talk to me about the group and how you guys got started. Okay. Uh, obviously, I'm the oldest of the Temptations. I'm the oldest Williams of the Temptations of the group because I've been to the group the whole stretch and everything from day one to still to this day, you know, still like, you know, definitely holding a legacy down you know, uh, with, with, with my brothers and my nephew right, right now. But uh, I will break down how we started. Uh, we started out in Staten Island. We were the first group to ever make it out of Staten Island. First of all, these are points right here. First group, to, first R&B group and hip hop group to really make it out of Staten Island. Uh, well, we started as the Lundy brothers. You know, it's me, my brother Khalil, you've seen a picture of me over there, and our other brother TC. Happy birthday to him, you know, in heaven right now. My brother TC, happy birthday to him in heaven right now. Uh, February 3rd is his birthday. Uh, well, we started as Zony Brothers. You know, we, we we started singing in front of the building, you know, mimicking the Jackson 5, uh, Stevie Wonder, even Elvis Presley. A lot of people that we watched on TV, we, we was good at mimicking people. And we made a name for ourselves. And, we had people from all over the neighborhoods coming to our building to see us sing every night. You know, we just like to show. Like another dude, we everybody finished playing football, basketball. Let's go see the Lundy boys sing. So we just started singing, giving the, uh, giving entertainment. A lot of mosquitoes in Staten Island, and we had a big uh, a fire, a big uh, garbage can with the fireplace with the smoke to blow some mosquitoes away. So that that was like our fog, you know, like our fog lightless stage. We had a little smoke. <laughs> we started performing for the people. So our uncle Jesse. Jesse D. Okay, that's my mother's younger brother. He's our age. And uh, my grandmother, you know, Jesse was causing a lot of ruckus with my grandmother. She said, well, you, you go stay with your sister and your nephews out in the, in the harbor. This is another part of Staten Island. So Jesse came. He seen that we had a, a, a big reputation singing in front of the people. He said, yo, man, I can sing too, man. Let me join the group, man. And we heard Jesse sing. He's doing Michael Jackson and all this. Oh man, that's good, man. All right, man, you could join us, man. So we changed the name from the Lundy Brothers to the Fantastic LDs. And LD stands for Lundy's. That's our me, my brother Khalil and TC Lundy's. And Jesse's last name is Daniels. So we call ourselves the Fantastic LDs. Right. So that that that's that that's this is the birth. This is I'm I'm, I'm breaking down to y'all crucially how we became the force in these, how it all makes sense when I break this down to y'all. So, oh, make a long story short, I ain't gonna make it too long. So, so we used the LDs, so we started you know, winning all the talent show, shows all around the uh, city, Staten Island, and uh, next thing you know, we get on the ferry boat. Now my Uncle Jesse, <clears throat> we seen this, uh, this dude singing uh, country songs, like a rhymestone cow, seen him singing songs, he had a big guitar case out, everybody, I was just throwing money in there. And all all we had is like what Rock Kim said. We had lint in our pocket. And we watched Chris <laughs> dude make all this money. <laughs> so Jesse, Jesse was like, man, if this dude can make money and we out here winning these talent shows, if we sing some Jackson 5 and do this and that, I bet you we can make some money. And we was like, hell no, me and my brothers. Because yo, it's, it's all different races of people here. We used to sing in front of black people. <laughs> no, we gotta start singing in front of all races and creative people. So that's how all that happened. So we finally broke the ice. We started singing on the ferry. And next thing you know, we put, I had that, I don't know if y'all heard Michael Jackson, Ben, he had the Applejack on. That was my favorite thing back. I had a little Applejack. Steve, put your hat down. Oh, come on, man. Steve, you wanna make some money? Put that hat down. I hated to take my hat off. 
So I put my hat down. I was like, LL. I hate to take my hat off. Like that. I, put my, I put my hat down. <laughs> I put my hat down. And boy, that money started floating up in that hat like we've never seen. Like, oh my God, that made us start singing faster, just thinking of more stuff to do, dancing, pop locking. Next thing you know, we became the hottest act on the Staten Island Ferry. And our motto was, if you're broke, let's hit the boat. We didn't have to go to stores doing anything. We just, hey, we can just make money off our natural talent. So that's what we did. We start, started singing on the Staten Island Ferry. We made a big name for ourselves on there. Now, I gotta cut this story to have to go to the other side of the story. Other oh. side was Mercury, Big Mercury. I don't know if you know the group. Mercury's the big man in the group. Now okay. he, now the Mercury was not, he wasn't in the LDs, but Mercury's with his cousin named DJ Dr. Rock in the projects. And they was, he's a rapper and Dr. Rock was a DJ. And Mercury heard of us and my brothers being on the boat. He said, yo man, why don't you try to start rapping too, Steve? You know, you can sing it. You can kind of sing and start rapping. Yeah. And that's how he got me into rapping. And that's when we made a name of ourselves. We called ourselves Dr. Rock and the Force MCs. Now I'm doing, I'm in two groups at one time now. Dr. Rock and the Force MCs. This is why I say I'm Otis. That's why I always say I'm Otis. Dr. Rock and the Force MCs and the Force and then the LDs. So we, we, we made a name for ourselves as Dr. Rock and Force MCs as the first, that name, the first act from Staten Island going uptown to Harlem World, Broadway International, all of the clubs out in, in New York as you know the group from Staten Island. We, my cousin, Lord K1 joined later as, as Dr. Rock and Force hey, MCs. Hey, say your cousin's name again. I ain't no Staten Island, I don't know how to rap. I ain't know they can do this. Huh? Oh, it's, I think my, my cousin's name was Lord K1, who joined us as Force MC. So we made a name of ourselves as Dr. Rock and the Force MC. So we had was brewing up in the Bronx and Manhattan as that only group from Staten Island that was making some noise. Everybody was like, yo, they can harmonize real good, man, blah, blah, blah. The harmonizing came from me being in the LDs and getting Mercury into it. So we, we, so we bubbling on two ends. So Mr. Magic from WBLS, seen us singing on the ferry boat as the LDs. He's like, yo, you guys are dope, man. You know the guys ever think about trying to make a record deal, man? We said, first of all, Magic, put some money in the hat before we start talking. So, Magic started throwing money in the hat. Now, the long story short, uh, Mighty Mike C from the Fearless Four and uh, L.A. Sunshine from the Treacherous Three was telling Magic about us not knowing. Magic didn't know I was in the Force and Seas, but he was telling him about, yo, Magic, it's this group from Staten Island. They called the Force and Seas, man. They're dope, man. They got rap routines that are dope, blah, 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 blah. Now, Magic had no idea that I was from the Force and Seas, but in the LDs and realized I was Stevie D. He just thought, okay. This is your TC, Jesse, Steve. Not knowing I didn't say, my name is Stevie. Yes, my name is Steve. So he said, okay, man, I, I want you, the LDs, you guys, to come to uh, Tommy Boy Records, to, come to Tom Silverman's house. I want them to audition. I want to hear you guys sing, blah, blah, blah. Now, this, this all breaking down to Force and D's. That all happened. So my brother Khalil was right in the back. He was sitting right next to me. He was a 5%er in the hood. You know, peace God. You know, he's had the 120 degrees. Yo, he made a conscious choice that instead of him going to the audition to sing with us he wanted to go into the mosque with his wife with his girlfriend now his wife 
for 38 years now. Oh, wow. He went into the boss and didn't go to that audition. So it left me, Jesse, and TC, you know, from the LDs. So mm -hmm. we said, wow, man, Khalil left, man. And we tried to get him back, but he really made his mind up. So I said, yo, what if I get Mercury from the Force MCs and bring him to replace Khalil? Like in the singing thing, because Mercury knows how to harmonize because me and him been doing harmonizing rapping. He said, oh, good idea. So we got Mercury. And then on our way to the, the, the audition, that's when we bumped into Trisco, Trisco Pearson. He's okay. like, I want to know your name. That's Trisco. Yes. Trisco was in a group in Staten Island also called Cook Corporation. He was like the little dude in the group, big boys. They broke up. And we, we told him he was on our way to an audition. He said, yo, man, can I go with y'all, man? My group broke up, man. And we knew he was a good singer. Man, what a, it was like the Wizard of Oz. Like, yeah, all right, come on, Trisco. Yeah, let's go. And then Dr. Rock, can I go too? Yes. Yeah. So we got to, so we got to Tommy Boy. He's like, hey. It's magic. Hey, it's more guys that I seen on the boat singing. What's all these other guys came from? So we got told we told him about Khalil. So Khalil was this, but Mercury he, he can sing too. And then uh, Dr. Rock's DJ and Trisco he can sing too. So this is this was the group. Then we got to Tommy Boy. It was Stevie D, TC, Jesse, Trisco, and Mercury. Okay. And Dr. Rock was like DJ, but that was the five. That was a new five right there. So we auditioned for him. Mr. Magic said, oh, you guys are great. I mean, uh, Tommy, well, you guys are great, man. I want to sign you to my label. What's the name of your group? This is where the Force MDs come in. Okay. So it's like, it's the LDs or the Force MCs? What's the name of your group? <clears throat> but first, he didn't know we from the Force MCs because that's says, yeah, we rap too. So yeah, so, well, let me hear you guys rap. So we started doing Force MCs routines with the Force MCs from Staten Island on the ferry boat we came sailing. He's like... You guys are the Force MCs, the guys that, yes. Oh my God, I got two groups in one. I was looking for both of you guys. So he found all of us in one batch, didn't even realize wow. that's what <laughs> now, I'm talking about. Yeah, now, now this is how, this is, the, this is the last part of it. So it's like, what are you gonna name? What are you guys gonna name the group? You got LDs and you got Force MCs. And he says, well, we can't be LDs anymore because that's our last name, Lundy's and Daniels. And Mercury and Trisco had different last names, okay. Nelson and Pearson. So we, could, we had, couldn't use LDs anymore. We couldn't say MCs because we sung. So he says, took the D from the LDs and put it at MDs for, and named ourselves Force MDs, making it stand for musical diversity because we're very versatile. We could sing and rap. That's how the name Force MDs came. How about Force MDs? Yeah, okay, that's good. Let's use that. And that's how we became the Force MDs. All right. Make sense now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People got to know. No, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We want to in the history. Yeah, that, that's, oh, how, that's how we came wow. from. Yeah, so y'all was rappers first and then Turned into wow, that well, is amazing. It's a combination because you both you y'all both you sang and rap. So it was you did a little right. both, both, right. So right. It's the LDs is the singers, four some D's is uh, is the rappers. We just and then blended it both in. And that's one of the blueprints of R and B hip hop. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. That was a that was a good story. I definitely it's good for people to hear that history of how that came about. Because a lot of people don't know that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's nice don't. to know. Absolutely. Now tell me yeah. what at what age or what time in your life did you know that this is what I really want to do? What influence or who influenced you? 100 percent Jackson 5. Michael Jackson. 
his influence and we just know that him being a, a child prodigy of the way he sung at a great at a young age the way he just sung with so much soul and sound like a grown man a little man's body that influenced us just so much man you know of course we like the temptations the manhattans and smoky robinson and the, you know smoky robinson and the miracles but jackson five was the main influence and when it comes to the rap thing with me melly mel from the furious five all right and the treacherous three those, those yeah, they, they just the whole Furious Five and Treacherous Three was definitely the uh, influence that came to the rap part. Wow. wow. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, other legends that you're mentioning, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, how did being in the group change your life? Like, what was the life changing moment as far as being in that in, in the Force and D's? Okay. It was like, wow. <laughs> Women. <laughs> well, give us the four. We want to know, okay? <laughs> it's like I don't know. You, when you don't make it, you're cute. But when you make it, you're so much cuter. You know, saying you, know, so, so, you get a lot of that with, with the uh, women. <laughs> a girl will give you a time of day, but they see you on the videos and records. Oh my God, you do look good in person. I, I read it all that. Yeah, it was definitely. The women motivated us to sing them love songs because, you know, we was like looking at, you know, footage of Jackson 5 getting chased by all the girls. You know, even oh, new addition, because we, we tore with new addition a lot. Chasing me, he's like, hey man, I want, we want that too. And you know, uh, uh, that was definitely a, a passion for us. You know, we, we'll make, we want to make the songs for the women. And uh, that, 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 that was a big drive for us. And uh, that definitely changed our lives and the, you know, the popularity, you know, uh, of people, you knowing that you touch people, that is the key thing more than, I mean it, I said it earlier, knowing that you're in that studio making that song, not knowing what's it gonna do, like, I hope people like this. I mean, I can't even express how many times, dang, I hope people like this song. I said that so many times myself, when you listen back to your song, you got your Walkman on, you're on a train, listening what you just did in the studios. I hope you, that's a, when, when Let Me Love You first came out, I remember being on the train and, let me love you and that's oh my god i hope people like this song oh man i kept saying it to myself and boy god works in mysterious ways and next thing you know it's big song number one requested on the radio and i was like wow they really like the song and, and other songs follow so uh, yeah, i gotta, gotta give a big shout out to jesse when it comes jesse uh came up with the melody uh, hook of Let Me Love You and Forgive Me Girl. He, he had them in his head and we all just formed into a song and it, it was great songs. Absolutely. So you was uh, you was worried about people liking it and that people ended up loving it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just bugged me out. Like, wow, you know, that really bugged me. And, you know, we see the big stars like, and when I see like the big, like big movie stars that like our music and they come to, hey man, I love your music, man. You know, that, that, when President Barack Obama said we was on his playlist, that's, you know, how big that is to us. Like, wow, we came from nothing. And the President of the United States is playing our music on his playlist. That, stuff like that, really, like. Well, listen, I, I, well, it's yeah. amazing, but I'm not shocked. I mean, y'all made great music, you know what I mean? So again, I'm not shocked to hear that at all. So, um, so. I'm sorry, I'm just a humble, we're real humble. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's so sweet <laughs> so listen, i noticed you know it's 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 funny because 
you how you address uh, certain situations and how you word them. So let me ask you a question. What is the difference between it, 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 an artist like you in the industry between women and groupies? And is there a difference? That's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, groupies, clearly, just I, 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 that, that's a really good question because uh, I, I got I, I got really I started getting really frustrated at one time, you know, uh, you know, because all my friends I'd be hanging around with when you see girls coming, Steve, 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 and you know, they always say to me. She just like you because you're the force in these. And I got to say to them, yo, man, you act like I'm an ugly dude or something, man. You know, ugly guy, man. <laughs> you know, you know, like you know, that's all it gets to me. I go, yo, man, you got to stop saying that, man. And that's when it came to the point when if I talk to a female, I don't tell him I'm forcing these. I just want him to If he likes me for me without me saying forcing these, I know this girl really likes me. Because, you know, I could walk street. They don't know it's me. They don't realize it's me. And then you talk and they say, hey, okay. Oh, I'll call you tomorrow. And I talk, don't say nothing until like, I got to see if they, how they really feel, you know. But, you know, it, it, at times if you really want a girl, like, oh, she's too pretty. I got to, like, you know, something I do sing with, blah, 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 you know. That's when you're desperate. Like, like, do, do. <laughs> All right, so Stevie D, you had you you guys had so many hits. I'm gonna name a couple that I love so much. Okay, again, love is a house, tender love, here I go again. Matter of fact, before we even get into that, let me play a couple of clips for the people to hear. Okay, great. Tender love, tender love, love so tender. Again, those were classics and still are. Tell us about those songs. Give us a little history about when you guys were making those songs. Okay, uh, when we record in the studio, we, we always, especially the ballads, especially the ballads, uh, we love to cut the lights out. We put candles. It's like a little ritual we do. We put candles around the studio and we have the headphones on. We, we, we act like we are in the bedroom chilling with the loved one and that's that's what we we we, we pour it out in our hearts when we sing those songs you know like tears tears is a really that yeah, was our yeah, first yeah. ballad that we yeah. hit uh, that that was actually our tears is actually our first top 10 record yep. tears that was the first one that cracked the top 10 and uh that's when we knew because we, we came out with let me love you and forgive me girl the first two songs but when tears hit that just shot up the chart so fast we said to ourselves, wow, this ballad thing is kind of good. This ballad thing is kind of working even better than the, the up tempos, you know? Okay. So so what we did was, after uh, Tears came out, we came out with a song that uh, we didn't think it was going to do anything because we were just joking around when we made the song, but it ended up becoming a huge hit for us. And the song was called Itching for a Scratch. 
itching for a scratch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that became, okay. it didn't hit as big in New York. It didn't uh -huh. hit as big in New York, but around the country, it was huge. Yeah. And he was just joking around the studio. My brother TC's like, hey man, what if you got a DJ, what if you, you, you heard a DJ saying he's itching for a scratch? And Tommy Boy, Tom Silverman's like, hey, that's a good idea, man. Let's make a song called Itching for a Scratch. Like the DJ's itching to scratch the beat. Yes, He's yes. Like, Are you serious? He's like, seriously? He said, yeah. And then it became a huge hit for us, Itching for a Scratch. Wow. Then we go back to the ballads. That's when Here I Go Again. Here I Go Again was written by my brother TC. Uh, okay. he, he, felt, he got his real Smokey Robinson on on that, man. You know, TC just really like go real laid back. You know, Tears was that. Here I Go Again was the part two of Tears. Oh, the part two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, Tears, I remember, like, you know, I was young hearing that song, like, my sister was playing it all the time. And this is why I'm saying, like, being exposed to your, you guys' music, again, that's why I keep saying it's timeless. And it traveled, travels through generations because everybody knows your music. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows your music. I, and, and if they don't, then they yeah, must be yeah. under a rock somewhere, okay? <laughs> So you um you guys are are, are touring right now. The, the pandemic is not affecting anything of what of what's going yeah. on with y'all. I hate to hear that word pandemic because it had messed up so much money for us right now. Oh, you, wow. know, you know, because you know we got hey we got still got to take care of our families, but it really blocked a lot of our money. It it it, it canceled a full tour that we had. We we had like what forty dates. That, canceled all the dates of our tour wow. and we just got to deal with it like everybody else you know we just got lucky we saved money and just got to just live on until you know this pandemic calms down so we can get back on the road people are calling us asking us hey you guys been mind doing this and we, we, we sometimes we got to cancel because we don't really trust the we don't trust it trust it yet right, right. right. people you know too many people in the workplaces yeah, too many people in the workplace getting COVID like it's nothing. Let's say Michael Strand on the Today Show. Yeah, it's just like, that's how easy it is to catch this. So, you know, so we right, right now we wait to this, uh, you know, with this, it really calms down before we really start working again. But that, that's what we love doing the most out of anything mm -hmm. is touring, being on stage because we we are a very energetic group on stage. And uh, that's, 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 our, that's our full passion. It, we, we got our practice just by singing on that Staten Island Ferry. That really prepared us to be great performers, good performers on stage. Nice, nice, wow. Uh, yep. Okay, so um, talk to me about, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. You, got, you guys got a song, Fly With Me? Fly With You. Fly With, fly with You, Fly With You. Who was that song written for? Uh, just got, uh, Rob Swartz and, uh, Eric Chu came with that song. They said, uh, I think uh, one of the writers there, someone in their family just passed away. And he just said, uh, I think it's it's time you guys probably should just go another go another direction and make an inspirational song for people to touch songs. Because you heard the song with Wiz Khalifa and the other guy talking about when people pass away that the uh, emotions that, that can touch people with. These guys, I think it's, it's about time you guys make a song like that. You know, so it's good to make the love songs, but have another type of song in your your res you know, your your resume. And he's like, okay, man, we're gonna try that. So uh we went in the studio and we did it. Cause when we first heard the song, we didn't really look us, 
I guess the guy was singing a demo. He didn't sound that good. Like, oh man, I don't know. <laughs> guys, got to, you got you got to throw the force on it. <laughs> throw the force on it. I think it'll sound better. <laughs> okay, all right. Force for it. That's what I'm talking so, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so we we had we had we, we threw the uh, you know we threw the, threw the flavor to it and uh, it, it ended up becoming one of our uh, most T touching songs that we made a lot of our songs like it touched so many people i mean crying when they heard it it mm. just puts you in that place for a relative friend or somebody who's very close to you that passes away and that, that song like so many people right as we're talking are making slideshows on that song with their family and on that song so it really touched a lot of people we have we did we did make a song like that and uh it was happy but i have to before i get even a little further to our future i gotta go back to Tender love. Yes, of course. Of course. The reason why I gotta go that because that out of all our songs is one of the most popular of all. Because uh we made that song for the Crush Groove soundtrack, the movie Crush Groove. Now the Force and Bees were supposed to be in the movie Crush Groove at first, but at the last minute, Russell Simmons uh canceled us not to be in the movie and put new edition in the movie instead of us. Now, you know, we couldn't, it's nothing we can do. No addition with the bigger group at the time. He's like a little, the new Jackson 5. It's nothing we can do. So we just, okay, man. We's heard, we's heard about it. But they say, listen, you guys can be on a soundtrack, though. I said, okay, man, at least we involved in the movie somehow. Now, this is people didn't know. New Edition was offered to do Tender Love before us. But really? contract differences, yeah. Contractual differences, they couldn't do the song. So they gave it to us to do. I don't know if that was God's saying, and it was God's meant to be. I don't know what it was, but we did the record. It took us two hours in the studio to do it. One of the guys in the group, my uncle Jesse, of course, was like, yo man, that song he's telling Jam and Lewis now. That was J Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam's first, let me put that number one up, their first crossover hit. Before Janet, New Edition, anybody. Tender Love was the first one to crossover pop and R&B and pop because Jam and Lewis did a lot of SOS band all those stuff back in the days but Ten Love was their first record to open the door for the pop and everybody everybody followed after Tender Love what have you done for me lately all of Janet can you stand the rain Alexander O'Neill everybody followed Tender Love that was wow. the first up the gate just to let y'all know that so okay so uh, okay go ahead so, so Jesse was like, yo, man, it needs drums, it needs drums. And Jam and Lewis like, nah, man, it's, it's good with just the piano, I'm telling you. And he, he was going back and forth. And he says, I guarantee with just the piano, it's going to be a super monster hit. He said, all right, we'll see. And they was right. They were That's right. Wow. Yes, they was. We did not expect that to do that thing. We didn't expect it. Yeah, that's one of my Listen. favorite. That's actually my favorite. A lot of them yeah, is yeah, my yeah, favorite. That, that, um, I could listen to that all day. It's it's really hard to pick one because there's so many hits. You know what yeah. I mean? It's so hard to just pick one. Uh, you guys were in movies though, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's was a movie called Rapping. Uh-huh. Rapping. Woo-woo-woo. Talk to us what about movie. <laughs> Well, give us a little history on that. That was a movie called Rapping. We made that in 85, I think, with okay. Mario Van Evels. 
It's the New Jack City. Yep. Mm. He was the star in the movie. Like he was like the star rapper in the movie. And I don't, you know, no, no disrespect to Mario. We love Mario, but I don't know if he was a real rapper. But you know, he's just acting to be a rapper. He's not like a real rapper. They, they, I think they should have probably got a real rapper to do like like DMX. Or, like DMX was in. I'm just saying like rappers back then. Ice T was in the movie, but he was just um, performing like we was. You know, if he would have was acting, I don't. I see was acting at the time, but he was just performing in the movie. But the movie, uh, it came out, it came and went. You can go rent it on, uh, look it up and rent it if you want to. But uh, it's called Rap Thing, and that was our first movie. But it's, I ain't gonna lie, I gotta say this though, it was good to see yourself in a big screen in a movie theater on Forty Second Street, like. Wow, that's also that big screen performing, and the song we performed in the record in the uh, rap rap is called Itching for a Scratch. Itching for a in Scratch. That movie, that was the, we performed that in that. That's what's, so yeah. when you guys, when you when hearing yourself, now, I, okay, go ahead. No, I, I was gonna say, uh, go on with you. I want you to go. No, I was going to say, hearing you, hearing yourself on the radio and seeing yourself on the screen for like the first time, like how did you feel? What did, what what feelings went through you? Oh boy, I just I just I was so so I, that feeling right there. I'm telling you right now, seeing yourself on a big movie screen, mm-hmm. seeing yourself on a video on TV. I got to guess why I get, always give a shout out to. Ralph McDaniels, because he, he's the first one that broke us on TV. Yes. You know, we had the Letterman sweaters on. Everybody's like, what are these guys doing these big Fs on? We got the big Fs from Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers. That's we got that from, okay? They was oh. like doo-wop group. They had oh. the T's in this. So we got that from them. So that's the, they, they was doo-wop, and we called our style doo-wop hip-hop. Okay. Because okay, we had a little hip-hop flavor. So that's where we got that concept from, Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers. Uh, but Nothing tops. I can see the video. Nothing tops when the first time we was on Soul Train. That was mm. it. That's when I know we really made it. We really made it. I cannot forget. I was telling everybody in every neighborhood, we're gonna be on Soul Train Saturday. We're gonna be on Soul Train. Yeah, right. I'm serious. We're gonna be on Soul Train Saturday. You know they didn't believe it. And I, I told so many damn people. I said, Don Cornelius, if you don't play us, I'm gonna kill you if you don't play this. <laughs> And I was, that was like, oh my God, waiting for Soul Train. It seemed like 10 o'clock couldn't come no faster. It just took its time. And when they showed the previews, all right, on Soul Train today, we got this group, this person. I said, please, 470s. I said, I love you, God. I love you, God. Yes. You think I didn't pick that phone? That phone, my phone could not stop ringing after that. That That was like the, Top of the, the cherry on top of the cake, man. That and Torn Madonna with Madonna overseas. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, so how, oh, you, you actually, how was that? How was that tour? And, um, okay, that, mm-hmm. you said, and, and what else? No, I was going to ask you, how was that tour? And, um, when you, was that your best, like, memorable moment when you first, uh, was on Soul Train? Was that like the best hype of, of your time? The best feeling that you had at in, in your industry was that it, or was there another time? Okay, it's between Soul Train. Uh huh. It's between touring with Madonna. Okay. Because it's between those two. Uh, it's, I, I gotta say, Soul Train tour Madonna. 
yeah, those are the definitely top two. Now, which with a tour of Madonna was just unbelievable. Now, we had our record company, right? And uh -huh. Tom Silverman said to us, hey guys, Madonna has this movie coming out. She's acting. It's called Who's That Girl? Uh, she invited the whole Tommy Boy, all the artists, everybody to her premiere. And she said, hey, by the way, guys, uh, Madonna likes your music. I said, really? Madonna? I said, yes, okay. So we go to the premiere. We see the movie. The movie's pretty good. We go to the after party. And that's when Madonna came to our table. I was sitting down. Said, hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, I just you know, I like Let Me Love You. I like the, you know, I like your songs. And uh, Tommy, Tommy Boy put us on the spot. Said, hey, man, why don't you sing something for a mix? We was really good on the spot singing a cappella. And so he says, the movie was called Who's That Girl? And we had a song, you know, of course, called Forgive Me, Girl. So uh, we said, hey, man, let's sing something for us. So we just made it up on the spot. Who's, we said, who's that girl? We did uh, the Forgive Me, Girl. But, Her name is Madonna. Who's that girl? Ooh. She's like, oh, my God. I love it. I want to put you guys on tour with me. We said, yeah, right, Madonna. I'm serious. I'm going to get you guys on tour with me. We're going to go all overseas. But he's like, yeah, right. Until we got that that tour schedule, came there. All right, guys, they are really serious about this. We was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> now you good, you good. I was, like, <laughs> oh. I, was, I was like, we really are going on tour with her. And let me tell you, that experience was just un out of this world, singing in front of 120,000 people a night. Wow. Didn't know a speck of English. But we just five, we just four, it was four of us at the time. That's when Jesse left the group. It was four of us on stage just doing our thing. Hip hop, R&B, beatboxing, stuff they was nev never seen in their life. They was like blown away. We, they were so blown away by us now, you know. They, they, they was busy getting real great rave reviews out there. And, and uh, next thing you know, while we're out there, Love is a House is released in the States. Okay. While we're out there, released Love is a House before we left. And next thing you know, they call us, hey guys, I hope that tour ain't too long. He's like, why? He says, Love is a House is the number one record in the country out here. He's like, Ooh, what? Now, the story of Love is a House, real quick, make it real quick. The story of Love is a House is uh, Tender Love is so big, yo, we gotta follow Tender Love. That's gonna be hard to follow, man. So these these uh, people from London came out to the Tommy Boy's office and said, hey, I got this song from Full Simds and telling you, it's a small shit. They got to sing it, man. They, you, got, you got to make these guys listen to it. So, 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 so Tommy Boy said, hey guys, I need you to <laughs> say, guys, I need you to listen to this song for about a week. Just, just take it, just marinate, let it marinate in your head. If you like this song, uh, you, you you guys recorded it, right? Because these guys think it's a big hit. So you listen to it. It had a female singing a demo on it. He's like, okay, man. But that bass line. I said, that bass is too dope. We said, that bass is too dope. Let's do it, y'all. So, of course, we sprinkled the force on it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Sprinkle the force on that one. <laughs> I got a question. It's going to take you back a little bit, but I, I see y'all got into a, a battle with the Cold Crush brothers. How did that even happen? Oh, God. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. That's a crazy, that's, that's a question. You know, us and the Cold Crush are really, really good friends now. You know, that, that was just back in the days, you know, rap is a sport. 
to a lot of people, you know, battle when it all comes now. The story is Cold Crush, you know, to this day, you know, we like they tell us they did not know it was a battle. You know, we thought it was a battle, but back then we thought it was a battle. They had a flight, it was a battle, horse MCs versus the Cold Crush, Patterson, New Jersey. Uh, we was all hyped up. You know, I was a little scared to battle because they was like the best in the game, you know. But Mercury, God bless his soul, he was just so hyped up. Yo, man, we can beat it. We, we, can, we can get them, man. Come on, man. I was like, nah, man, the Cold Crush? We can stack an island. They from the Bronx, man, you know. Come on, they the top of the game, man, you know. So uh, <laughs> we, went to the, we went to the battle. Cold Crush was leaving the place. And we didn't see them perform because they was leaving. We was coming in. Cause they had like four shows at night, so they they, they was leaving. We was coming in. It was like, man, man. So we in our mind is like, like, oh wow, they must have dissed us already. They must have dissed us, <laughs> dissed us already. And we missed it. We was like, we missed it. That's so, so the stage. We went banana on the stage, you know, saying all battle stuff about them. Cold crush, they're doing all right, booming now. Next thing you know, man, a tape got out and the crowd was saying this. Uh, if you don't, if you think that we won this battle, say yeah. yeah. You know, so we was like, oh shit, we won this battle. And I had, <laughs> but in Cold Crush's head, they said they didn't know it was a battle. They just did they, they did their regular routine and left. But we didn't know that. We just came in there and did our thing. But the tape went out, and boy, it caused a havoc when that tape went out. Because you know, we didn't know it was a tape, because we you gotta remember. Uptown Bronx, we're in Staten Island. We don't know what's going on up there. They got tape masters up there selling tapes and everything. We didn't know all that until like it got back to us. Yo, man, I heard y'all beat Cold Crush in the battles. Where did you get that from? I got the tape, man. We <laughs> <laughs> heard the tape. Wow. Boy, but you know, we we it was a pretty much it was pretty much a misunderstanding because you know we gonna I, I'm saying because they say they didn't know we didn't know they didn't know. We just like battled, like yo, this is this is what it is. We gonna battle, but the people ran with it, like yo, y'all kicked their butt, man. They did this, 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 you know. But it never happened again. We never battled again. Never redid it. it never happened because I guess we just started making records after that. We never got a chance to do that. But we're good friends right now. This 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 is how deep we go into this hip hop thing. We battled one of the most <laughs> biggest rap groups in the game, you know. And these the underdogs, but 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 they still see no matter what. Force MCs were good too. They were good, but they did that rap. They, they did they thing too. Cause if we wasn't good, just let me know from right. If he wasn't good, you wouldn't hear people even saying that. Like, like yo, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, but, uh, <laughs> so listen. So with yeah. that being said, did you ever? Did you guys ever run into any type of or have any type of industry beef with any other uh, MCs or even um, other singers and R&B singers? No, actually no. We wow. uh, we we we, we, we just humble dudes, man. We humble dudes, you know. My uncle Jesse, yeah, probably because he was doing going through his thing, you know. He's just like arguing people going through his thing, and uh, but like us in New Edition, we toured with New Edition like three times. That 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 was our tour mates. Us in New Edition were a great tour package. We was a great tour package because it, it was both five man groups, and we were both did our thing on stage and then they my they really looked up to us as like big brothers and we looked down to them yo man you know this 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 is a good this is a good relationship so to this day I still talk to them on and off you know I don't talk to them as much but I still talk to them they they still highly respect us because they know that we're one of the groups that pushed them to be even better because 
we it was like back then it was like yo for some these like they outdid the audition you know it, they was getting that at, at times so that just pushed them to be even better they tell us that also yo man y'all pushed us y'all made us step our game up even more so i'm just happy we, we got that we still got that close bond relationship that's that's really dope. You know, when you hear about that um, and a new edition, you know, we watched the new edition, uh, you know, movie when it came out and stuff. So yeah. a lot of people don't always know what goes on behind the scenes. You guys were obviously setting an example and a positive one um, as a group. But did you guys ever go through anything behind the scenes similar to what new edition went through that the people don't really know about? Yeah, man, it's, it, it went through like people like <clears throat> promoters that want to don't want to pay you, mm. big fights, man. You know, my father, my, my father's our manager. And he, he he's like a gangster. He 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 go to their house and knock on the door, write the check right now, as you get your head blown off, yo. What? Okay. So you know. Yeah, it was crazy. We did a lot, of, like a lot, a lot of stuff on the road, man. You know, promoters did everything just had to jerk you. They just don't hate to give up their money. Sometimes they hate to give their money. Some do, some don't. But you know, we had a lot of problems in our. We never, like I said, we never really had no problems with no groups. Uh, you know, we, we've always been cool. Uh, but I tell you, at one time, we were touring because uh, we were like. At one time, you know, I'm not a cocky dude, no ego. I just keep it real. At one time, people hated to get on after us because we were so energetic. We did black flips. We did all types of stuff you've seen at concert. But a group that, that woke us up, two groups that woke us up, like that woke us up, like ah, y'all, y'all, y'all bad, but boy, you got you got a real battle tonight. Let me give you, let me give you just two groups I can name off the top of my head that really put it on us. But we, we, no, we, we, we. Both went back and forth. Okay. One, Roger Trotman and Zap. Oh my God! Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I God! I say they were no joke. They were no joke. That we slept on them, critically slept on them. We uh -huh. they woke us up quick, like yo, like he was like a show. They was real good showmen. <clears throat> Another group, they did. May the two brothers rest in peace because they, they go through what we do. Levert. Because we got back from the Madonna tour. We got back from the Madonna tour. Casanova was number one. When Casanova went down, Love is a House went number one. We both had number one songs in the same two weeks. So they put us on tour together. And boy, that was a battle every night. Just really? friendly competition. But it was great. And they, they, like Mark, right now, Mark is the only one alive. From the group, but he he'll tell you, we were we was that that was good 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 touring right there, man. I just miss those guys, man. And you know, Gerald blowing up on his own doing his thing. I already knew. I said, damn, them OJs. When I say they got two sons that got the same voices, that's really crazy. You know, that's that that was good. That was definitely a good experience for us. Definitely one of our highlights being on the road. Nice, nice. And you know what I like that you said friendly competition, because, you know, yeah. sadly, you know, the industry now competition turns into beef and we lose lives in the mix of that, you know, so. Um, that right. Right there, right. Yes, that statement, the friendly competition, it just, again, it shows the maturity in you and you and men period yeah, like man, I, I, I just don't know if they make them like that so no more you know what i'm saying <laughs> i 
I just don't feel right. <laughs> but it is nice. <laughs> no, for real, for real though. But it's just really good to hear that yeah. because you guys still, and still to this day, is setting an example of how it should be. Because at the end of the day, it's all love, it's entertainment, and it's art. And you know what I mean? And that's what's important. Um, now, you, you told us about your, your great moments. Do you have any embarrassing moments that you remember? Okay. About, uh, this is very embarrassing. It wasn't me, but it's one of the, one of the guys in the group. Okay, there's actually my uncle, Jesse. Okay, he, for some reason, uh, <laughs> me and him like always try to like battle who who the girls like the most uh -huh. I, 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 I got a little gray beard arm that was young reason a lot of girls you know you know that that, that was the thing you know the eagles come you just want to just hey so uh one night <laughs> we was on stage and when i say the girls were screaming so loud Jesse, this night, I was like, "Hey, damn, Jesse!" I was like, "I mean, we doing the steps, Jesse. You the man tonight." <laughs> so, so I'm so something said to me, "We doing the steps." Something said, "Steve, look down, just look down." So I'm doing the steps, and I look down. I was like, "Jesse," he said, "What? Your thing is out." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, he wasn't giving the peep show. He was giving two shows. Yes. <laughs> yes, he's giving two shows. It's different because Jesse, Jesse never wears underwear. Oh, yeah, like, 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 oh my so His God. zipper actually says, his zipper said, his zipper said, I don't want to zip up today. I'm going to stay right here. So his zipper was wide open. His thing thing was. Oh, flapping out, out. He, he and boy, he turned so red. He <laughs> ran to the back. He put some safety pins in his. That is what is most embarrassing. Thing. I bet it was. I uh, listen. I'm sure <laughs> some of the women fans was probably extremely happy, and thank God yeah. it wasn't in these times. Yeah. Right? That might have been why he was the yeah. most popular guy that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So are they ever, you think they're going to come out with a movie for y'all? Like they did with all, you know, with all the groups that they're doing now, like bringing the movies back, telling their story? Yeah, man, we've been approached with it. And I think uh, I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed because I, I, I trust me on this. We got such a good story. Our story got so many layers to it. Uh, so I think people's going to love the story when they see the story of us and what we've been through, the tragedies we've been through. You know, the members we lost and all the tragedies we went through and us still trying to uh keep the legacy alive now and all the uh the uh struggles like some of the guys in the group been through uh the uh substance abuse and all the stuff you know we've been through it all but you know uh 
we still we, we still maintain it right now, man. You know, we, we know they're looking down and we just holding it up for them. You know, and it's, 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 we got a real story. Like I got a book out. That's why I got a book that uh, it's called Necessary Force. You want to get on our website, the Force and D's at Yahoo on our website. It's very, I, I break it down. I, I, like I tell y'all stories, I break this, I break it down so well in the book. You like, you read the movie, like, oh my God, y'all gotta, y'all gotta, I, I can't tell y'all the inner stuff, but we got, we got a really uh, good story. And um, um, y'all look for that, you know, I, I, I always keep it, I keep, I keep it. Necessary force? I keep, yes, necessary force. Oh, hold on, wait a, wait a second. I happen to have one right here. Oh. Okay. okay. Right All right. Yes. You know what? I seen that. Duh. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. And you know what? Yeah. We got to get that. Because I was going to ask you, you know, what were some of the challenges and tragedies that you guys had to face? I know you got you. I know yeah, you got uh, that. In the book, so if you don't mind just touching on yeah. at least one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, first, that the first one that passed from the group. Uh, well, he, he was he was like in the group, but he left. You know, as a DJ, Doctor Rock. Uh, Doctor Rock passed first. You know, uh, Mercury passed of a, a heart attack. You know, complication of shit, the diabetes. After Mercury, it was my brother TC. TC passed away of Lou Gehrig's disease. Okay, that's a that's a disease we just like. Where did that come from? Like, I thought that's for older people. But TC passed some Lou Gehrig's disease. And after TC, it came Trisco. And Trisco passed of cancer. So, like, the only, like, original two left from the, 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 the we started is me and Jesse. But, you know, my brother Khalil came back to the group. That's why he sounds so, he sounds just like Gus. He got the same sound because he's original. But he just left the group and came back. He's back. And... Right now, that's where I re recruited my nephew, uh, Zaim. Zaim has his own solo career also, but he sings with us because we're his uncles. And he's one of the, we, 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 we taking him places he's never been, big stages and stuff. And we, like, we, we the group went through a couple of changes. You know, uh, we added a guy named Sean Waters at one time in the group. Uh, he's a producer now. We added a guy named Damon Hayward, who's been in a group called 4 by 4 He was in a group maybe four, four years ago, maybe he's in the group. But... Made a little couple of changes, but like I said, I'm the oldest to the temptations of the group. I've been in the group the longest, consistent. Only missed two shows out of 30 plus years. Wow, wow. that is wow. amazing. That's because I got a car accident. That's because I got a car accident and it broke my pelvis. That's oh, wow. Yeah, but, uh, but I'm back. Right? That was like 20 years plus years ago when I broke my pelvis, but uh, only missed two shows out of 30 plus years. Oh man, that wow, that's pretty good. And, yeah. re and rest in peace to everybody yes. that was yeah. that was lost in the group. And is it today would have been your brother's birthday, TC? My brother, yeah, my brother TC. He'd been fifty-eight years old. All right. And I'll be me and him are Irish. Me and TC are Irish twins. Because I'll, I'll be fifty-eight in December. Wow. We both born the same year. Same mother and father both born the same year. Wow. Father didn't want to wait, like stitches and everything. Like, nah, <laughs> come on. <man. laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, listen, what, what advice would you give to 
these young kids coming up that want to sing and, and that, that even want to be a part of a group, what would you say to them? Okay, first I want to say is uh, make sure your business is right. Business, show business. Make sure the business is the part that got to come first. Show can always come. That's why I look at James Brown, look at these movies. It's about the business. Got to make sure your business is right because people, I mean, they got, Hawks, snakes out here trying to take your money in a split second. Learn the business. Learn publishing, all this stuff, points when it comes to music. Learn all that before you step into the arena. Know your business part. Your talent, that's all. You got people that can't sing half as good as people, but they got their business right, and that's why they're rich right now. Make sure you try to <clears throat> song, write your own songs. If you got people to help you, that's all good, too. But writing songs is a good thing for business That because that you, you, you get you get residual checks for the rest of your life. You write songs. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. We, we get residual checks for the rest of our lives for the songs that we make in the past. But writing songs is good. Stay away from drugs. I, I ain't gonna say, you know, I don't I don't know, prefer any drugs. I'm saying some people, weed probably a drug that people think motivates their mind and, you know, boom. But besides weed, all the other mollies and all that dust and cocaine crack, stay away from drugs i'm saying that's the down that's the devil's that's the devil's closet when they got you with them drugs and know what it can do you be around positive people that's when you're gonna be positive instead of so negative but, but be around friends that's real too it's a yo i don't know if that record is good man uh, you know what i'm saying because i love you i'm your friend you gotta be around people that's honest that's kind of hard to find but just try to be around the best friends you know and i gotta say just uh Sing what you feel. Make the music that makes you feel good too. You know, you gotta please all the people. Make songs that makes you feel good too. Not just like, hey, if I don't sing this, they're not gonna like me. Sing what you like. It comes more from your heart when you sing what you like. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. Oh my goodness, I'm telling you, it's it's crazy because we live in a time now where you know uh, the music, the romantic music now is. <clears throat> Hey, be this and that, suck my, you know what? Yeah. And, and that's considered the romantic yeah. part. And we are losing exactly. the love. Yes. We're losing the love in our music. What you guys 100%. gave us. So we we definitely, we, we have your stuff and your stuff are classics, but we need more. We need more from you guys. You understand? Because I just- We got some more. We got some more. Okay, great, great. Because listen, it's not wanted. Is needed. Yeah, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yes. It's needed. We yes, need it badly. It, it, it's, it's to the yeah. point now where the females don't even, you know, they're not even looking for that kind of love music anymore. Anyway, they're looking forward to, you know, not for nothing. You know, these these artists out here who just sing about calling women bitches and all of that, and that's the, how they love them, you know. And yeah, that's the that's that's the brainwash. That's how the, yeah. the kids are brainwashed with that right now. I think that's cool. Yeah. That's cool to them. We look like, yo, are you serious? You know, yeah, that's cool to them. But you know, that's that's this era of music and how it is. These people's, they uh, that's what they identify with, and that's why it's like so many younger kids, like kids, the disrespect they got for their parents. I can say them all, but you know, a lot disrespect their parents where they talk to their parents now, and I'd be like, yo, is this this generation of how they grown up? You know, like I, I, what gets me is this, like I said. It's this era of music. It's nothing we can do. We made, you know, we 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 made music in the past, and they look at it like like that's like get out of here. 
this is real music, what we're doing. We look at them like, really? You know, I look at them like, really? But you know, it's the part that gets me this. This is the part that bothers me. It's when, so, like when some, I'm gonna say some, cause not all, some rappers just rap about, yeah, she gave me brain and this, she gave me this, 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 be this, this, this. Mm -hmm. You have little kids, you have little eight, nine-year-old kids mimicking every word they every. say. And then try, they start treating girls like that. Yeah. Get out of here, B. Suck my B. Yep. Absolutely. They started getting that, that they feel that's the cool thing to say. That's the part I don't like. Now, because, I, I got to uh, now, so be quick on that. I would say, you know, who do you blame for that? Do you blame the artist or you blame the parents for lesson, letting them listen to that? You know, both. <laughs> because, well, you know, right, they're going to listen to it with the parents say or not. That, they, they don't listen to their parent house, they're going to go to their friend's house and listen to it. Okay. The parents don't care. That's you know the artist makes it. The artist makes it. Because if the artist say, yeah, drink that scissor, this and that, these kids be doing that because they say they're so influential to kids, they don't realize the power they got over young kids. Absolutely, it's absolutely. It's, it's possibly because they got a lot of young kids actually rapping now. You know, these kids is now 17, 16, 17 years old. They throwing millions of dollars at them and letting them just say whatever they want. Exactly. It's the boss man. Like, yeah, 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 say that. If they like it, buy it. They'll buy it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Say that. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the drugs and the pimps. And yeah, they'll buy it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's the way it is. Be right about that, man. That's 100%. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And what another thing is, too, you know, when you were talking about <clears throat> how you guys would set the mood for the music, because one thing that my mother used to always tell me, be careful what you listen to. Be careful what you take right. in. You know what I mean? Like and, and that's why like, I, I just know and love good music because I understand where it come from, right? Some people don't even understand right. to do the history to even know. Like they probably sampling stuff and don't even know who the artist they sampling from. They didn't even take the time to see where they getting that, that person that created that from. But when you said in the beginning yeah, of this right. interview, you said we set the, the mood, we light the candles. We, you were already creating the atmosphere and the energy of love. And it came through right. that music and we hear it and we, Felt it right. and we feel it. You know what I'm saying? So that right there is right. so deep, and that's what we're missing. That's what we're missing. That's right. You know, I, I gotta, I, I gotta plug this in. My, my nephew Zayn Dream. That's why he got this new album called Butter Love coming out. And he, what he did was he redid all the the classic ballads from back in the days. Man, it is so good. I trust me. This is my nephew. He got the bloodline in him. His sound, it's this album is so good. It's called Butter, uh, but, uh, Butter Smooth. Excuse me. It's called Butter Smooth. Yeah, His yeah. first single he got out right now is called uh, Body and Soul. That's the way it has to be. That's the new first single he got out right now. Make sure you guys check that out. Zayn, <laughs> he has he has that he has an old soul in him. He did all the Hey Love. He did all the oh, great wow. songs from back in back in the days. Just make sure y'all guys check that out. What's his name again? Zayn. Z i e m e. E-I-E-M-E. Okay, Butter Smooth, Body and Soul. We're going to definitely check that out. Yeah, check that out. So listen, is there anything, because I, I know, you know, I don't want to hold you too, too long. I know you got stuff to do, uh, but it's like so much. So I guess what we're going to have to do is check out, you know, the book, 
and 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 hopefully see the documentary we we want and hope that that is created because i know that is so much more to be spoken about and to be told yes, stories from y'all and we you know we definitely want to hear and see it it's great when you can also see it too is there anything that right. we can ask you that you want to cover or tell people yeah we are uh, if y'all didn't see the unsung force and these unsung make that up and check that out because that's that's where they uh you know at that time it came out it was one of their top ones so make sure y'all check that out. definitely breaks down a lot of our story uh we have a documentary out coming out soon called force and these relived so you're gonna see a lot of you'll see Belvedere DeVoe, a lot of people in that. So look for that coming soon. Uh, we have our own, we have our, uh, our, our iPod show also. It's called uh, podcast, excuse me, podcast show called Four SMDs Morning Show featuring Dr. Pebbly Boo that comes on every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, we wait, wait, that's called, what, what is that podcast called? Four SMDs what? It's called featuring Dr. Pebbly Poo. Okay. Okay, featuring yeah. And where can people go check that out? They can go on the Force MDs Facebook page, uh, Spotify. It's, it's on a lot of uh, outlets. Outlets. So uh, definitely check that out. Yeah. And and we uh, we have an EP coming out uh, in the end of March with some new songs, some some definitely new songs. And if you didn't hear uh, "Fly with You," make sure you go on go go get that from the uh, streaming "Fly with You" and uh, uh, "Make You Happy." That's another song we got called Make You Happy. Make sure you go check that out on YouTube. And on, uh, that's a great love song to make you happy on uh, YouTube and get it from all the streaming outlets. You know. Yes. And Don't Rush, another song, Don't Rush. Check out on YouTube. Don't Rush, Make You Happy. Y'all know about Fly With You. So those are other songs to check out. And those are all Keep on relevant. YouTube. All on YouTube. And you can get them on, you know, you can buy them for 99 cents on the, the stream and music streams. Yes, absolutely. Right? Okay, uh, that's 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 pretty much it. And hopefully, we see you on the town. We tour. We see you in your town, and I hope I see you at one of the shows. And you, y'all, at one of the shows. Absolutely. Um, is there any shout outs that you want to give before we get up out of here? All right. Shout out to all, all my Foster D brothers, uh, the ones ones in heaven right now. Happy birthday, Marilla TC. You can't even have TC Mercury Trisco, and from Foster Seaside, Doctor Rock, K1. They all passed, those ones all passed away from the whole for some C's, for some D's. Uh, big shout out to Jesse, who's uh, he's still getting himself together. You know, uh, he's doing his solo thing right now, but he's still got some things he got to get together. But, you know, we still love him. He's still there. Once he's finished, once he get that together, you know, he'll be back in, he's back in the mix instantly. He's our uncle, and we love him. And big shout out to my brother Khalil and Zaim, who we, we're the three that's keeping the for some D's legacy alive as we speak. And... Make sure y'all check out Zayn. He got his solo thing out again. Make sure y'all check that out. We Peace definitely love everybody. check that out. We gonna, we gonna be checking that out. Now, um, sure. do y'all have he social said, medias people can follow? Yeah, he said the Facebook. Yeah, you can follow us. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. Force of D's on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, our Instagram got just hacked, so we just redoing our Instagram. But you can check me out on Stevie D Lundy. You know, on Instagram, because the Force and D's page got hacked. We had to redo it again, so we got to get all the people back again. So you guys still check me out on my page, Steve DVD Lundy. And, uh, okay. All right. You know, okay. Twitter, Force and D's on Twitter. Right. You know. Yes, yes. Okay.
So listen, it's a lot going on. You got the documentary, Relive Doc. You got the EP. You got your nephew. You got your book. It's so much that's still going on. And I want to thank you once again for everything that you that you do, that the group Force and Deeds do. Again, please continue to keep blessing us with the music, with your art and everything. It is needed. Um, and, and, and let me correct that because I said it's not one it is needed. It's wanted, but it is needed, you know? So it's really both, you know what I'm saying? So I just want to point that out. And again, thank you for coming on the show. We look forward to everything else that y'all got going on. And we're going to continue to be supporters to the day we die. So yeah, yeah. listen, and our kids and grandkids <laughs> will know your music. Okay, let me ask you, Farley. Did you see the video make you happy yet? Make you happy. Uh, is that the a new one? I don't. I don't think I've seen that one. I don't think okay, I've I. I want you listen. I want you to do. I want you to do me that favor, okay? I want you to look at that video when this is over. Go to YouTube. Look at the song. Make you happy, okay? Yep. Pour some D's, okay? Gotcha. Okay. Yes, I'm going to be doing that. Okay. Do that. All right. I gotta go, y'all. Thank you. Okay. Y'all. Thank you so much. <laughs> you have a good night. Peace you on the show. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Right. And now on From the Ground Up Productions, let's get into some tea of the week with your girl, Boss Lady. Welcome to From the Ground Up Productions, getting that tea of the week with Boss Lady. If you got it, sip it. We made it, everybody. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. Now back to work. Let's get it started. I like to start with the good news first. Let's start with some good news first. Bobby Schmurder is out of jail, y'all. It's out. I cannot wait to see what he is going to bring out for us to hear next. I'm so excited. But let's talk about this for a second. There was a picture there's on the internet with Bobby Schmurder when he was released from jail with three females and a friend of his. All the comments were so horrible talking about how is Bobby Smurder going to be with these three females? Really? Not one of you held Bobby Smurder down. Nobody sent him a package, some money, a visit. These three females held him down the whole time he was locked up. They get much respect, okay? Stop being out here talking about them girls. They held that boy down. And he should not come out here and act like he didn't know them just because they're not uh, models and just gorgeous. No, they was real women and they held him down and they get big ups from Boss Lady on that one. Next, in Mount Hope, right in the 845 area, in Mount, Mount Hope Road in Middletown, New York, we had an 84 year old resident named James um, who called 911 and said that his house was being burglarized. When the police arrived, him and his wife, 70-year-old wife, were pronounced dead at the scene. Come to find out due to investigation, Mr. James killed his wife and then himself. It was a murder-suicide. Because he said, from what investigators found out, they were in a lot of pain. They were old and they were in a lot of pain. They couldn't take it anymore. So they took their lives. So our family, our condolences and our heart goes out to the family of them because that was that that was really hard. And that happened right down the street from me, literally. 
Next, let's talk about Goshen. We have a facility in Goshen that houses 29 young men. It's a detention center. Governor Como is proposing to shut down that facility, which will send the boys everywhere, who knows where. All that staff will be let go and have no jobs. They're saying it's gonna save some money, but really who cares about the money? Really, sometimes it's not all about the money, okay? People have jobs here. We're trying to hold on to now during this Corona thing. So you're gonna take their jobs away and throw these boys who are used to living there and used to their rules and things, you wanna throw them to the wind. That's not a good idea. Money is not everything. We need to keep that facility open and continue helping those young men that are there that need our help. It takes a village people. It's not all about the money. Next, let me tell you something. How many of y'all, let's, let's talk about it. Y'all don't wear in your boyfriend, your, your boyfriend phone, your husband phone. You going across and thinking he's sleep, you're gonna find something, you scroll, and you see in some sex videos, you're seeing him with some young girl doing stuff with naked pictures. What do you do, girls? I said, hold up, wait a minute. Something ain't right. Yeah, we losing it. We losing it. Let me tell you what this wife did. She stabbed her husband all up when she found them pictures in his phone when he was sleeping. After that, and the police came, the husband said, why did you do this? She said, because you was cheating on me. I have the pictures right here in your phone. Guess what, y'all? It was her. It was her from about 10 years ago when she was skinnier and younger. She did not recognize it. <laughs> she didn't even recognize that that was her. So she stabbed her husband up, is now in jail for attempted murder over pictures that was her. Instead of flipping out next time, women, just take a second, you know, scroll, open that up with your fingers. You know, you do that thing right there, open the picture, open that up, make sure that's not you. Okay? Ugh, too much. So let's talk about Twitter for a second. Joe Buttons, he was verified. You know, on Twitter, you get a blue check next to your name, that means you're verified. I thought maybe that meant you was verified as that's who you really are, like you're really that person. But um, I think it has to do with how many fans you have. Because Gorilla Glue girl got a blue check on her name from Twitter, but Joe Buttons, doesn't, they took his blue check away. So what does that mean? I'm very confused. Um, does it matter that you're verified on Twitter? Joe Budden's been verified for years. So I don't think that little check really means anything. But, <laughs> but I want questions as to Twitter. Why are, did you take his blue check away? And what does that really mean? Because he's been verified forever. Before Twitter was even around, Joe Budden been here. So I don't get it, but OK. It was such a pleasure being with y'all. Please enjoy the rest of your week and be safe. I'll see you next week with more Tea of the Week. From the ground up. From the ground up. There's only one way to go from here.